Hi, my beautiful people. This is Spill With Me, Jenny D. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited. I've been wanting to do this for so long. I'm giving you a real big hug right now. I don't know if you can feel it, but I'm giving you this big hug because I feel like everybody needs a hug or a, hey, you're doing great or you look nice or just compliment each other. I mean, see, I felt like I needed to start this because I've been running into so many people that just want to talk about their life experiences, the relationships or like any story they needed to share. This could be something magical or something they wanted to share, but they're afraid of what others would think, me included. Or if you're hurting inside or have a funny story about life lessons you'd like to talk about, I would love for you to reach out. This could be the worst or your best times. Listen, I have some good topics. We're going to have a lot of fun because I believe the best medicine is to talk about it because someone else is dealing with the same shit. Hello, my beautiful people. This is another episode on Spill With Me, Jenny D. I'm so excited. I have Eric Chandler. What's up? (laughs) What's up, beautiful people? Hey, you sound better. Why don't you just be my voiceover? (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. I need somebody like you with that voice, Eric. Hey, hey, we can work something out. I don't know. know. (laughs) So Eric Chandler is a community leader, and I am just so inspired by you, Eric. The things that you're doing, I mean, the listeners need to know. I don't know how you came about this, how you decided, you know what, I am going to take charge, and I'm really going to help my community grow. I'm going to help the younger younger leaders and with the football coaching and everything that you've been doing. So give us a little bit of how you started all this. Yeah, so before we begin, I just I just want to say thank you for the opportunity to be on your um, podcast and for all your listeners out there. I listen to your stuff and it's great what you're doing. I mean, it's thank like you. you like you said, it's a podcast for everyone about everything. Exactly. Um, and thank you for today. And today I really want to just talk about servant leadership yes. uh, and, and what it means to me and then just how I give back and my wife or my family give back uh, to the community. Uh, so yeah, to me, servant leadership really is is serving people, you know, whether it's giving them a, you know, giving them a hot meal, whether it's encouraging them, uh, whether it's cheering them on. That's when I think of servant and a leader is being okay with being able to take out trash or being able to help right. cut someone's grass or something like that. So, so when I look at that, that's, I look at that nothing is beneath me that, it, you know, it's all about helping exactly. people. Giving yeah. back, giving back to people. I mean, this is not the same thing, but Eric, I was at um, one of the shops around here. There was an elderly woman and she was, it was raining out and she mm-hmm. was trying to put her groceries and hold the cart mm-hmm. at the same time. All these cars are passing her, all these people are passing her. I hurried up and parked, ran over to her, you know, helped her with her groceries, helped her with her cart. I mean, something so little like that, Eric, is giving back. I mean, you see somebody struggling. Yeah, it's just it's just the right thing to do. Right. It's the right thing to do just to help people out. And so that's that's what I what what I do and what my family does. So yeah, so I, I, how it all started, I'm a leader in Cannonsburg. I'm actually the president of Cannonsburg Borough Council. Okay. Um, how did I, how did I get there? Well, my wife and I would attend the meetings on a regular basis and we people that the council at the time, they just argued back and forth. Like, I'm not going to vote for you because you didn't vote for me. So I'm like, wow. Whoa, these... this sounds like high school. <laughs> yeah, it sounds so Popu- much like... Popularity. Yes. So I'm like, 
okay, and these are the people that were voted in to to run Cannonsburg? Okay. Wow. Uh, and when was this, Eric? This was early. I mean, this was... We've been in Cannonsburg since 2000. Well, I grew up in Cannonsburg, but we started attending meetings back in the early 2000s. Okay. So it was... That was the kind of things that were going on. 23 years ago. Yeah, 23 years ago. Wow. So I've been on council since 2018. Okay. Um, and going to the meetings, the the position opened up in my district. I was approached if I would run. I said, I'm really not a politician. So, no, I'm good. But you don't have to be, right? You, <laughs> you just don't. have to you love don't. your community. That's it. That's it. I mean, giving back really is about, um, you know, all... I want to be the change that I see in my community. So that's why I got involved. So I finally said yes, you know, did the whole petition, the election. uh, I won um, in the first first two years of I was on council is just, you know, learning and grasping all the information. And then through that process, um, got to the beginning of last year, I became the president. So I've been president for the last two years. Okay. Yep. So in the beginning, you were just... Just on the council. Just on the council, just okay. learning and growing and understanding, you know, politics, understanding Cannonsburg, understanding the process. Right. And mm-hmm. did you find out that maybe it wasn't what he expected, or did you know that you really needed to make a change? I really, I thought that I really needed to help make a change. Exactly. Um, one thing I truly believe in is we honor the past, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah, wait. I love this line. Mm-hmm. I talked to you Eric like- off there, <laughs> and I got to write this down again. All right. So what I truly believe is that we honor the past, right? We learn from it, uh, and then we streamline the present. So we learn from the past, and now we take those processes and things like that, and we streamline our present, Mm -hmm. and then we plan for the future. I love it. And that's that's how I pretty much live my life, right? Yes. Is, Is I'm always learning from people that have gone before me, right. how can we make it better? And then how can we plan for the future to make it better? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, what when you were growing up and you see the difference now, I mean, is it? Oh, it's, a- it's such a night and day. So growing up in Cannonsburg, um, we had you know, blighted, blighted property, storefronts were closed up. Uh, there really wasn't the hustle and bustle uh, in Cannonsburg, but years before in the 60s and 70s, I mean, Cannonsburg was the place to be. I mean, they had really? dress shops, they had shoe st- sh- stores, they had malt shops. I mean, it was it no was way. a busy town, yes. And then the malls opened up, and right. then you have people leaving downtowns, and then they were in the malls, and now it's coming back to small town. So we're proud of uh, small town Cannonsburg, and I'm yes. proud of the borough, my borough members and our economic development team. I'm just proud of everybody because everyone's working together uh, for the end goal of making Cannonsburg a tourist destination. Exactly. And you know what, Eric, you said it. I actually love going there. There's so many nice and unique bars and restaurants mm-hmm. and just places to go. And and you have so many activities now. I know there was a Hallmark Christmas. Yeah. Uh, old fashioned, old fashioned Christmas. Yes. That was so much fun. Hey, I'm a Hallmark uh, buff. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I love watch. I love those happy endings and love stories. And I, it was snowing and I was drinking hot chocolate and walking the streets of Cannonsburg, and I thought, this is wonderful. This is what we should be doing. We should be giving back and being there in our community, you know, helping the small businesses as Mm -hmm. well. 
Yeah, speaking of small businesses, um, I recently started um, my own coaching business, coaching and consulting business, which is going great. Um, I'm a Clifton Strength Finders coach. Uh, okay, so, explain that a little bit. So, Clifton Strength Finders coach um, is there's an assessment that you take, and it will um, give you your top five strengths, and I help coach people through their strengths. Uh, in addition to that, I help them coach through their identity, who they are, their purpose, um, and their significance, knowing that they are significant and then they, they matter. Now, wait a minute, Eric. What age group are we talking about? We're talking about, I mean, I've coached um, people as young as eight, all the way up to the oldest I've ever coached was about 75. No way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm thinking when you're saying small bit like coaching, I'm thinking you're saying coaching as in the football. When you're talking well, I about. do that as well. So, so I also. <laughs> oh my so God, I, you better write this down, people. He's so, got a lot going on. <laughs> so I also coach. Uh, I'm the character leadership development coach for Cannon McMillan High School, as well as the running backs coach. I'm in my third year, and that is a lot of fun. I get to just. You know, again, impact the boys with uh, little nuggets. So we have a little, and it might be a podcast one day, but it's Chandler Chats Ooh, that we'll have. With you try to take my job? No, 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 not at all, not at all. Um, I like that. But it's Chandler Chats. Chandler Chats. It's a, it's a. I share with them uh, an aspect of my life, whether it's humility, integrity, how to treat women, especially their mothers, how to treat uh, girls that they're dating. Um, so we go through, I mean, that's just a, a little taste of what some of the things we do I for the football teams, it. how to give back to the community. Actually, last weekend, uh, we had a group of 40 football, Cannon McMillan football players were at the town park, Cannonsburg Town Park, cleaning up. Uh, they open up, the town park opens up at the end of the month. So, oh. yeah, give them back to the community so they all came out and see that see you're teaching so much and has this ever been around before like i feel like this is new or maybe i'm not aware yeah so the character coach for canamac is new okay Um, so yeah i came in about three years ago as the character coach development coach and really uh helped the coaching staff focus on character developing uh developing The the players so yeah okay so why did you think there was a need for that I was actually, well, it was my nephew actually played uh, football and I was at a, my sister couldn't make the the meeting, the football meeting. And uh, she asked if I can go. I went, I asked the coach, I said, what are you doing as far as leadership with the boys? And he said he was doing a few things. So I just sent him some stuff that, that I was already doing with another men's group that I do. Um, I used to be part of a uh, the men's ministry coordinator at my church. Okay. So I did that for 15 years. Oh, so. This resume, I mean, come on, is it like five pages long? Jeez, Eric. No, it's just everything <laughs> do works. Do sleep? I do sleep, I do sleep. But no, everything works together. Everything that I'm doing right. works together. It, it's all centered around servant leadership. It's all centered around coaching. It's all centered around consulting, and it all flows and works together. Yes, it does. So, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, say so when you came on to the Canon Mac and you were talking to the players and the coach did you see through like you've been there three years now mm-hmm. do you see a development with you know maybe you have a student come in I know we're never going to announce any names but do you ever see a student come in and you think you know what this student needs help not just physically for 
Absolutely. Fuck we off. actually last year we had uh, a kid come in and you know, broken home. However, you know, walk walking with him through this process, it was really we would meet probably 15, 20 minutes before practice, and it was just more of an update. Where are you at? How's it going? Uh, and then I would give him some encouraging words and give him a challenge as to what he can do uh, aside from home. And he was this was his first year playing football, and all I told him was really like let yourself off the hook and do the best you can, right? right. So um, every day at practice, it was it was always a checkup, always a checkup. Um, and to this day. Actually, I saw him last week. He came out and helped and gave back. He was part of the guys that were cleaning the park. Uh, but he has a part-time job now. He has a better relationship with his father. So that was that's a win for me, wow, right? Wow, that's able to, Yeah, being able to walk with him through the process. So, yeah, that's a win for me. See, that's unbelievable because I think about, you know, the generations. And you know how it was with us growing up. I think we're similar in the age. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not going to talk about it, people. Okay, they already know. I already told him my age. But, okay. you know, I, as growing up, we didn't really have – you have a school counselor. You have, you know – but a lot of kids hold things inside. They do. Mm-hmm. And with all the pressures of, you know, getting – those grades in and balancing mm-hmm. sports as well. And maybe you just see these kids during football season, but when football is over, they still need you. So it's Absolutely. nice that they still have you. Absolutely. Can they contact you? And yep, just- they, they still have my information so they can contact me. And a couple of times I've had some guys contact me uh, that just really need, all they needed to talk. So we went and got coffee and we just talked. Um, and as we talked through, I said, you know, from this point forward, again, if, if you need me, I'm here. Uh, and it's, and again, I get the, the place of coaching again, not so much making up their mind, but just allowing them to think differently about their situation. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Eric. That, yeah. That to me right there is showing that because our younger generation, a lot of, I saw it with my daughter. She's mm-hmm. in college now. She's 22. And you have a daughter as well. I do. So, you know, seeing them go through high school and the pressures, and mm-hmm. it's different for each kid. But I feel like counseling and just being there, like a parent can't really be there as well as like, oh, what do you need? What do you need? But somebody else, like a third Absolutely. party, can really get through to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and sometimes they're having issues with their parents or, you know, as a parent, you know, you, you, you want to raise your kids right and talk to your kids and they're like, yeah, yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah, dad. Yeah. And then if, if someone else outside of you says the same, very same thing, right. they're like, oh, did you know my teacher told me this? And well, like, I just told you that the other day. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So why? That is so true. It is true. Mom, you don't know anything. I'm like, well, hello. (laughs) You know, I've been there, done that. It's not the high pressure of, you know, social media has it been with the younger generation. But the sports in general, Mm -hmm. you know, and I saw it with my own son. He's a freshman in high school and he's playing football as well. And we were talking about this before. And when you make a mistake on the field, it sometimes it resonates with you Mm -hmm. and you take it with you. But, you know, he's he's kind of getting there. He's, you know, maturing and yep. stuff. He's starting yep. to realize, you know, hey, leave that go. Yes. Right? Yes. What do you tell the well, players? Yeah, we tell them leave it on the field. That play is over and done with. We can't change it. There's nothing we can do. However, what did you learn from it? And then how can you improve? Exactly. That, that's, yeah, the, really the focus is, yeah, this is who you are. For, yeah. And like and, what you said, making better choices, not from the football field, but just in life in general. Yep. Stop Did beating you? yourself up. Yeah, yes. stop beating yourself up. It's yeah. so tough with this. So tell us more about you, Eric. So you started, 
you were on the council. You moved to, or you've been living in Cannonsburg. Yep, living in Cannonsburg. And you decided you really want to get involved in the community. Start, start wanted to get involved in the community. So you know, president of Cannonsburg Borough Council. Um, now on the football, I've been on the football football team as a football coach. Uh, in addition to that, I mean, um, on council we actually have a junior council program, uh, which are junior and seniors from Cannon McMillan okay. uh, that go through learning about local government. Oh, wow. In addition to that, um, you know, I have well, the small business now is in addition to that, I'm coaching men. Um, I'm currently coaching a guy right now who we've gone through the process. And at the end of the end, end of, you know, just figuring out it was a guy that that loves his family, works hard for his family. Right. But it, through the process, end up losing himself. And it's like, I don't know who I am right now. Yeah. And and no fault of his own, but he just knew he had to provide for his family, right? Right. Um, oh, so, the pressure. Absolutely. Right? So we're walking through this process of, hey, man, we got to figure out who you are, right, so that you are healthy for your family. Right. Right? So when your kids are gone, that you can build a, a positive relationship with your wife. Because I've seen, I've coached some other guys through um, a divorce because they're now empty nesters. Right. And, and their identity. You they're think trying about to, it. Right. The, the couple is trying to figure out who they are who now. Who are we now? Minus the kids. So, yeah. That, see, now, so basically you're counseling men as well. I'll going do Going through different Yeah, issues. different issues, different problems. And, and at the end of the day, what I found out is, and all of this coaching is, people don't want to be alone and that we all suffer or we all have um, challenges that are similar. Right. We all have a story. We all we all that's, have a story. That's my motto. We all have, and we all have you know, a story. I don't know about you, Eric, but during COVID, I really that's what really triggered me to start this is because you're right. People are alone. Yeah, There's people yeah. that live alone and you know, the unknown with mm-hmm. the pandemic really took a toll on me. It I don't did. know about everybody else, mm-hmm. but people were isolated. Yes. It was the unknown. Yes. And like you said, in what you were saying before about divorce, divorce is I don't even know what the percentage is now. Yeah, I come I from know. a divorced family. My okay. parents were divorced when I was eight. And so I, I just going through it now, it's not an easy process for either party. Right, right. And the children. That's right. And that's and that's a kids we deal with on the football team. That's you know, that that's a I don't want to say majority, but the percentage is high on the football team of, of young men um, dealing with divorced parents. Right. Yes. I, I can't even tell you. I, I should look it up at the ratio now. And it's okay. It is. You can fall out of love. You know, you're there for your children, and so you're in separate houses, but you're still their parents. Absolutely. And you still love them. And I love that you're doing this. I, listen, I, again, I, I want to always give back. There was a mentor in my life uh, that yes, really, that was- his name was James. James, I met James, man, it was probably early, mid 2006, uh, who uh, was an elder at a church in Pittsburgh and took me under his wing. And man, I learned sonship. I learned servanthood. Um, He just loved me even when I messed up or even when I made a mistake. And and I think that um, was my obligation that I know because someone took the time to mentor me, I have to give back. I yes. have to mentor someone else. because Because if, 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 if not me, then who, right? Right. Yeah. And not, when did this happen and how old were you? I was, um, man, 2006. I was early 
40s. Yeah, see, you're never too old to, like, find someone that just gives you that push or gives you that advice that sometimes you don't see. You don't. You don't. You know, sometimes you're walking around, like you said, in this cloud, and you you go to work, you come home, you do, you know. I call it the hamster. The hamster will what? You get up, (laughs) you go to work. If you got kids' activities or whatever, right. that you come home, you eat, you go to bed, you do it again. <laughs> this whole hamster wheel, right? Yes. And then life is life is it's meant not supposed to be like. No, that. life is meant to live, live it to the fullest, right? Right. So so why not have fun as you live your life every single day and give back? The the best part, the thing I love is I love giving back to people. I love helping people. That's why what everything that I do. So in addition to uh, counsel, in addition to coaching. Wait a minute. I got to write this down too. So. <laughs> yeah. In, a, in addition to that, I'm on several boards throughout Washington County. Okay. Uh, the one is Leadership Washington County, uh, which um, it's a nine-month program. That takes you through Strength Finders. In addition to Strength Finders, it takes you to different aspects of the county, whether it's local government, whether it's business, whether it's uh, nonprofits. Yes. Uh, it takes you through every everything. So I've been I'm on their board and part of that organization. I'm part of Ignite, which is the oh yes, please tell W and J Incubator. Okay. Yes. I had um, actually um, I, this is pre-recorded, so we won't have this until July, but. The, uh, one woman that's on this week because it's Cinco de Maya. Yeah, she won last week or two weeks ago. She won. Yeah, she yes. won for. She went through the process. I think it was a five week, uh, five week cohort. She told me about it. Absolutely, she went through it. Yep, I met her. Would I be eligible for it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because with businesses, small businesses, and entrepreneurs, when you're just starting out. I can do the creative, but when it comes to the business part of it, I have no idea. Absolutely. It's a great uh, – uh, Max Miller, who who is the facilitator, plus he also um, manages uh, the incubator. I mean, he, knowledgeable man. He's a professor at WNJ. But you talk about economics and business, he knows it. So, And I've gone through the cohort myself. Did you? It's, so uh, for it's my five, coaching, my how coaching long business. is it? Five weeks? Five said? weeks. Five weeks. That's not bad And I think a all. cohort – they'll have a cohort coming up June – this year, I think June, July, this year. Okay. Five weeks, yep. Yes. So they have this every so often. Everything is every three months they try to do it. So they try to do it four times a year. Oh, because I would love to. So you have to be eligible. No, 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 no. no. You go to the website. Go to the website You're um, kidding. and you'll be able to sign up. Yeah. No way. Okay, so a lot of people, because I do have listeners that are nationwide. So Cannonsburg is in Pennsylvania. Correct. And what we're talking about is a course that you can take at W&J College called Ignite. Well, it's... Not a course. No, no, no. It's actually W&J created this... Incubator, um, small business incubator. Okay. Um, and yeah, let me preface it. It is for Washington County. I'm sorry. Just for Washington. Just for County. Washington County. Small business. Small business. Or, okay. Washington County. Yes. Okay. Let me clarify that. I know there's people there. Hey, wait a minute. I'm going to come that. into. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. But no, I love that they have this because don't you think that a lot of people are thriving right now with opening up? Absolutely. Tell us about some of the businesses that have been opening up in uh, Cannonsburg. So actually, Darcy. Uh, 
a shabby chic boutique in um she went i went through the class with her she opened up her um nail it's a nail salon in mm-hmm. cannonsburg uh then previous to that uh i think jen i'm not sure her last name but she opened up a sound healing um Ooh. studio in cannonsburg so uh what else there's the you know you had the salsa lady yeah um she she have coffee shops too like we I- have a coffee shop that just opened up fresh start cafe yes just Oh, you're talking Sonia. Yes, yeah, Sonia Cupulares. Yeah. Okay, so what? She's part of the board, yes. She's part of the board. She's part of the board. Okay. And she's working there, yes. Nice. It's a great coffee shop. They're, they just changed their hours. They're open up at night now. Okay. So um, you can go on. I think they close up at 8 or 8.30. So what do you think? Okay, so we think about coffee shops. You go there. I always think about Friends because that's my favorite show. <laughs> Speaking of, no, not Friends. It, yes, I love Friends. Yeah, they would go to a I coffee shop. I want to go to a coffee shop like that. Th- that's that's a place. It's it's that's a place. They you have can couches. Go. You can. They sit have couches. <gasps> they have chairs. You can sit. Yes, nice. and the atmosphere is a cool atmosphere, right? It's right. a it, it's a warming, inviting atmosphere. I want that. Yes, I think that you know. I'm not. I'm just saying for me, but sometimes you need that just downtime. Yes. Just have a cup of coffee. Maybe just shoot the breeze with someone you don't even mm-hmm. know. Like I love, and you're you're the same way. We love to talk to people, even if we don't know them. Like, hey, how are you? Yes. What are you up to? Yes. Just and I can see. I'm starting to be aware. The one thing that I've really learned, Eric, with this podcast is how to listen. Yes. How to look somebody in the eyes and hear what they're saying and just really concentrate on listening yes. and not thinking about, oh, I, I got to do, I got to go to the grocery store. I got to go here. I got to go there. You know, I'm not thinking about that. And and we tell the guys on the football team, be where your feet are. Be present. Oh, I like right? that. Don't, don't. Don't be on your phone. Uh, and I know I have a habit to do that sometimes. I look at my phone when I'm having a conversation with my wife, and then I have to. Pull, I literally have to put my phone <laughs> <Joy>. down. Yeah. <laughs> right, but no, it's it. It is literally is be where your feet are. I love be that. Be present. Be here. What does that mean? That right. means I'm not looking at my phone. That means like you just mentioned, I'm looking at you eye to eye, right. and I'm listening to what you have to say. Exactly. Yes. You know, and I think if we, you know, as a community. And as in any community out there, if you're listening, you know, be that person. I mean, Eric, what would you tell somebody, you know, that is on their council in their community or that's trying to give back and maybe they're not getting to where they need to be? I mean, how did you do all do this all. I, mean, uh, it, I know it's probably it, yeah. It wasn't a team, but again, it was really just like you said, listening to people. What what do the people want? Right? Mm-hmm. What do people want? And for us, you know, again, we had a workshop and we listed out those things. Uh, when I'm coaching, it is it's it's not about me. The again, the servant leadership is not about me. It's about that individual, right? right. Um, it's to focus and listen to what their what is their struggle, what is their issue, what is their story, and just helping them navigate through that process or that story or obstacle or whatever it is. It, that's right. really what it it is. It's just listening and saying, hey, have you considered this exactly mm-hmm. you're right leadership is listening that's it it's not you know some t- people think leadership like you know i'm going to lead you and i'm going to tell you what to do but it's more of like listening to the person and saying all right this is what i'm seeing this is what mm-hmm. i'm hearing and sometimes we need help exactly yes we do <laughs> somebody we needs do. to tell me some things you know like hey jen you need to do this or you and i am like you said I'm learning every day. Yes. We're educating ourselves because there's, you know, a lot of things out there. But tell us more about the community and, you know, do you have any future events or anything that you could maybe tell us about? 
future events. <laughs> um, yeah, Canada's, I won't tell anybody. <laughs> no, Canada's, we're, we're still still looking for a restaurant, a family restaurant to come to Cannonsburg. Um, we're looking for just to continue to redevelop. I mean, we have one, two, I think three different buildings uh, looking to be sold um, so we can bring in, you know, again, Maybe a shoe store. Somebody wants to bring a shoe store in. Right. I don't know. Um, somebody, yeah, definitely a family restaurant, though. Yes, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the other thing. Okay, so Cannonsburg is up and growing. Like, how many houses are being built? Like, how many people in the community would you say is in Cannonsburg? Uh, we have the last since I'll say we roughly between nine and ten thousand people. Okay. In Cannonsburg, um, any we don't have any currently housing developments, but what's happening is um, people are moving to Cannonsburg. So there's houses are being sold, people okay. are re, uh, you know rehabbing houses, moving in, renovations. Uh, yeah, renovations are happening. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, yeah, it, it's just it's just a thri- it's a thriving place, and it's 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 cool because. When we talk about community, right? right. People want to. People are investing. So people that live in Cannonsburg want to get involved in Cannonsburg. Right. Uh, Chris Beers, who owns uh, Grandpa Joe's. Yes. Is it pizza? No. What? What's Grandpa Joe's? Grandpa Joe's is a candy candy store. Oh, it's a candy store candy in the corner st- with in the all corner. the. Yes. yes, I yes. love that. So uh, someone who was watching what was happening, watching what was happening, and then finally said, "You know, I always want to open a candy store in Cannesburg," and he made the decision to do that, and it's been successful. Speaking of that, it was just so cool. So we have goats. So <laughs> wait so, a minute. Real goats? We have real goats. Okay. Right? And the goats <laughs> are coming in to eat, eat the vegetation. Yes. Right. The weeds, right? The weeds. They're coming in. My neighbor did that. Yes. It's so bizarre. They're doing it. They're being successful at it. But Chris Beers, just I just saw on Facebook the other day, he just did, um, I guess, they're chocolate-covered balls or whatever that looks like goat poop. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, I didn't know where you were going with this. Cannonsburg goat poop. Come on, it's, Eric. That's uh, gross. It's, uh, <laughs> no, wait. Uh, I think a lot of the listeners might know one of the places in Cannonsburg, too. What is the most... It's been there for a long time, and a lot of famous people... There's some famous people from Cannonsburg. Yes. I was going to say Frank Sinatra, not Frank Sinatra. Um, no. Um, he's a singer. Yeah, I can't think of his name Bill, right now. Bill Bing Crosby. No. No, I can't. I was going to say Crosby. I can't even. Think, I can't nothing. remember right now. Okay, so Sarah's Candies. Sarah's Candy, yes, is in Cannonsburg. Is in Cannonsburg. Okay, so Eric, tell the listeners a little bit about that because I I think they're. I think people order from other states. Yeah, so Sarah's Candy is actually nationwide. I mean, they distribute nationwide. Yes. Um, they, we actually have the parlor here, and Frank Sarah's, who actually started it, started out a, a small storefront, um, and he actually started because he wanted to make chocolate for his sweetheart or his wife, which is Athena Sarah's. No That's way. actually how it See, got. I need to have him on, but what we're talking about, too, is it's chocolate, chocolate-covered pretzels. Oh, and, man, you, t- you know. Easter time, they have those the rabbits, and I mean, they have everything. They have everything you can imagine. Uh, ice cream parlor, so you can definitely yes. go down, and it's open now, so you can definitely go down and get and ice cream. It's all fat free. <laughs> I wish, but that's not, that's not the case. I know. That's so, not. yeah, a lot of like the sports and all the, you know, because just. Every, anybody can do this. Mm-hmm. Is when you have fundraisers, you can use Sarah's candies, you and can. people can order. And I'm telling you, you know, it's it's unbelievable. But it's been there for how many years? Wow. Um, I put you on the spot. Yeah, because <laughs> Google it, people. I think it was there. Yeah, Google it because it's been there before <laughs> me. Yeah, it's been there before me. I can't think of the famous.
famous person's going to bother me. I can't think right now either. He sings all those Christmas songs. Yeah, I can't think. I can't songs. Think. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll put it in the notes once we figure it all out. All right. Sounds good. But, I mean, Eric, I mean, I love that what you're doing and your passion. I can see it in your right. eyes that you just love your community. You love what you're doing. And if you could give any advice to any young entrepreneur, somebody coming out, and we, we do need to touch on what your daughter's been doing, too. Sure, yeah. But what advice would you give them? Because how did you have the... Like you said, you had that mentor or somebody right in your early 40s. But as you were growing up and you were in high school and you decided, like, okay, in your 20s and 30s, like, I need to help other people. I mm-hmm. mean, how did you? Well, I always sought out mentors throughout my life um, just to help me grow because I didn't know it all. I was always inquisitive. I always wanted to know someone's story. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I didn't know someone, if I didn't know something, then I was always going to ask or seek out that person that had that information. So what I would say to those young uh, young men and women or the young individuals that are looking to you know, start a business or do something, my my encouragement would be to just take the step and find out who's doing what you want to do. Right. So if you want to be a lawyer, so what I did is I originally was going to go to school to be a lawyer. Oh, really? Where did you go to school? Honey? Um, I went to some at Duquesne, some Cal U, but it never finished school. Okay. Um, that's okay. That's it. Right. It's all good. Right. It's I think these, good. yeah, and that's the other point. That's another podcast, but you know, that is another the pressures podcast. of college and yes, yes, you know, the yeah. trades. But anyway, that's another one. But, yeah, but that's what, seek out if whatever you want to do, there's someone that's already doing it. Seek out that person. And what I found out is when I sought those people out, they were, they were excited to help or give you any information they possibly could. Right. So just get started. Take the next, you know, take that step, right? right. Take the step. Yeah. If you don't, it, you know, it was. it's always that the hardest part is to start. Absolutely. Hardest part is to start. And it just, you know, it gets frustrating. I knew I, I was like, I don't know anything about this computers or the software or how to do a podcast. And I learned on YouTube. Someday you just got to learn on your own. That's it. And you figure it out and you just hope people are listening. That's right. That's right. That's right. But it's your passion. I mean, it's I my think passion. Because, because you're. It's your passion, right? We figure it out. Right. And you're successful at it, right? It's been a year, right? Year for you. A little over a year, yeah. Think about that, right? Who would have thought that you would have had your own podcast that would have lasted for a year, how many listeners you have, and and you just love what you do and it comes through. Yeah. I love it. And you know what I love the most, too, is meeting new people. Yes. And learning from them. Yes. And it's almost like therapeutic for me, too, Eric, because I'm talking to them and I'm giving them advice and I'm hearing advice from them. Or, you know, I talk to some people that are like life coaches and I feel like you're almost like a life coach as well. Yeah, that's life coach. I'll do I've I've do life coaching. I do some executive coaching. So it's I do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, It's just (laughs) it's just fun. Right. Again, I want to hear people. I love people's stories. And then again, helping them just asking them. It's really listening and asking questions, listening and asking questions. What you do. Right. Right. This is it. Listening and asking questions. Yes. And now tell us about your daughter, your beautiful. So my beautiful daughter. Yes. Jasmine. um, She got married 2021 to her husband, Saviel Savi, uh, who is working at the coffee shop Fresh Start Cafe. No way. Yes, he's a barista at okay. Fresh Start Cafe, so go down and see him. Aww. He'll make you a great cup of coffee, whatever <laughs> you're looking for. Uh, she has her own photography business, and her, the story behind that is growing up, she had a lazy eye. Oh, so she had to wear that. a patch. She had to wear glasses. Um, and then 
probably somewhere in 2006, seven, right. um, we actually went on a missions trip together and she, we bought her a little camera and she would take pictures. And then from that moment in time, she fell in love with photography, no but the way. very eye, the lazy eye became her, it's now her dominant eye, the strong eye that she uses to take photography. You're take kidding. Pictures. Yes. That's pretty cool, right? How did that happen? It just... Well, yeah. So the patch, she had to wear the patch and the glasses. So the patch would actually, um, over the good... She had a patch over the good eye, and it caused... And we had to do exercises with her weak eye, the lazy eye, and then her eye got strong. And at some point in time, she didn't need the patch anymore. She just wore glasses. Wow. Um, And the very thing that was a hindrance or an issue now she uses it's it her strength is her strength that's right i love that story yeah. too i yeah. mean think about that you know you think you have like not hurdles but you think things oh i can't do this because mm-hmm. i have this or i have that right. but she loved photography and she, and she is excellent at it thank you thank she you. is excellent so thank she's you. an entrepreneur like she's her an dad. entrepreneur <laughs> jasmine powell photography check her out facebook instagram there you go yes. jazz i'll put a plug in for you there love you, you girl yeah. <laughs> there you go honey oh eric this was so i mean i could we could go on and on i mean there's just so many things that you're doing absolutely and you know keep us posted i will we, but I, 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 i'll yeah. be remiss if i met, if i didn't mention my wife who's also part of the community she is actually on Cannon McMillan School Board. Oh, is she? So, yes. I didn't know that. So the cool part, and real quick story, the cool part about this last these last two years, we ran together. So I was I was up for re-election, and she was running for school board. So we had our signs up okay, side by side. Okay, you weren't against, against each other. You weren't against each other, <laughs> but side by side. So again, uh, you know, my family, we're, we're entrepreneurs, but we're all about our community, wow. how we I can, did not know Jolie did that. She too. is on her. the school board and loves it, and she works at Kennywood. So if you're looking for, you know, Kennywood tickets, Aww, call Jolie at Kennywood. That is, you know, yeah. and that's the other thing, too, because when you're doing so much, Eric, when I think about what you're doing, Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people, they can't balance the family. and the, But your wife is involved in it, too. Your Absolutely. daughter has her own thing going on, at least. And you're all in the community together. Yes. I just love that. Thank you. You know, you're... Unity in the community. We all got to do it together. There's another line. <laughs> I can't keep up. I love that. Be where your feet are. Be where your feet are. Because that's not even just sports. Like, that's... That's... Just, that's be it. present. Absolutely, be present. Be present. I, and you know, and real quick, I know I'll see, we'll go out to dinner and you'll see a family or you'll see a couple and they're on their phones. Yes. I mean, they're sitting across from each I other know. on their phones. It's like, wait a minute. I know. I just, and I think we've, because of the cell phones, we've lost that. We've lost that be here, be engaged, right? And that's something else that I teach the boys and I teach people. Be here, be engaged. I what does that, that mean? Uh, that means I'm involved in the, the right. conversation. Yeah. Well, my husband and I decided, because we have two in college and one that's a freshman in high school, that we're going to have date night. Good. And date night, we don't bring our friends. Good. We just leave them in the car. That's awesome. But I do find that the phone is such a distraction. It is. And, you know, I find myself looking at it. But the biggest thing with the phone, too, is, like you said, you're not engaged. You're not there. You're not present because you're thinking about the dings. And the, and even at night when you're sleeping, you should definitely not have your phone right next to you. Correct. Because you hear those. My my phone has the alarm on it, though. So mine does, too. But I do it. It's on silent. So I don't hear any 
anybody calling, I don't hear it. I do hear my alarm. Right. The same thing. It's right next to my bed. But and I make a rule that I don't I don't look at it until probably about eight or nine o'clock. So when I get up and I'm up early, I love yes. to work out. So I'm at the gym at five, um, and I have my I have my routine. You got your routine. Got my routine. But See, and that's what, that's the other thing. I'm trying to get my routine because I'm all over the place with mine. And that was the hardest thing too is to you know time management. Mm-hmm. I think is really hard. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to tell you this. Um, speaking of the phones, I almost felt like a little kid. So I was up at my daughter's college and I was a, the driver you okay. know, and they were all out at the bar. So I went to a bar by myself and I sat there at the bar and I was like, oh, you know, I better just look at my phone to just pretend I'm, because I didn't, I felt weird oh, just standing yeah. by myself. But yeah. then I, then I looked around, you know, and I thought, you know what, I should just engage in talking to, to someone Absolutely. in a conversation because I really don't need to look at my phone. Yeah. But I yeah. felt like I'm alone. Maybe mm-hmm. I need, and I think a lot of people do. They'll be they like, do. they'll be sitting there drinking their coffee and like they're going to be on the phone instead of just saying, looking around and just being aware of where you are. Yeah. One thing, one thing I coach, one thing is this is, is present state of mind, right? In, have you, have you ever one day just turned everything off, right? Or put your phone in the next room, but have you ever taken a walk without your phone? And just paid attention to the leaves, to the birds, to even dogs barking or anything like that. So I challenge you. I challenge you wherever you live, if you can, for for 30 minutes. Yeah, that's not bad. If you can take a walk and just enjoy life, enjoy where you're at, enjoy the trees, mm. take a breath. Take right? a breath, right. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's funny because now I'm learning. I feel like, you know, turning 50 is now where I'm like, oh, I need, I really am learning about myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that we say that now, Eric, and this, these, you know, the young kids that are young adults that are coming mm-hmm. out of school and that are working, it's a little bit different because they're in it. And, you know, young moms and mm-hmm. dads that have mm-hmm. little families. But if they learn from us, because, you know, <laughs> you know we've got experience. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I hate it when my mom used to say that. <laughs> but, we, you know, we're telling them now, listen. Do it because we didn't do it. We didn't take time for ourselves. Absolutely. We, you have to. And, and yeah, in coaching, I think one thing we miss is is our we, I think you had somebody on to talk about mental health, right? Yes. But we never focus on our physical and mental health as parents, as people, mm-hmm. because if if I'm not right and if I'm physically ill or mentally ill, then I'm 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 not good for my wife. I'm not good for my kids. Right. I'm not good for my community. So I think it's important to self-care is definitely take time for yourself and and know it's not being selfish. Right. Right. Or be okay being selfish in that in that realm because if you're not healthy, if you're not well, you're not good to anyone. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. That's great advice. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Eric, this was such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you for having me on. This was fun. I know. I love what you're doing. Continue Thank to do you. what you're doing. Um, yeah. And, and, and again, if anything, if anything, if anybody takes anything from today is this, right? Servant leadership is be okay with serving people, right? Yes. Be okay with leading people, doing the grunt work, if you will. Exactly. Because yeah. you know what? That gratification of knowing that you help somebody absolutely is the best feeling for me and you and you know absolutely. i don't know if anybody else out there but your words of wisdom and your advice thank you i thank you so much thank you jenny d <laughs> <laughs> we'll call you, wait we'll call you eric c <laughs> <laughs> <You can't>, ec yes. <laughs> yeah forget it you can't be using my line 
<laughs> or my name. No. But no, I, this was such a pleasure for Thank me you. and the listeners. And I love what you're doing doing for your community. Thank you. And I, you know, I hope somebody listens to this podcast and says, you know what, I want to get more involved in my community. Absolutely, I want to give back, and I want to be that leader, and I want, you know, the younger adults to realize that, you know what, there's people out there, there's other adults out there that want to help. Absolutely, and listen, if and I don't know how you do this from this point forward, but you can give them my contact information. I'm always willing to help, talk people, ask questions, whatever. Right. Um, that's just who I if am. If you have a website, that's the best. I don't have a website okay. yet. Um, but, but if you. You know what? Well, what I'll do is I'll put it in the description at the end. That's good. And uh, we'll let them know how to get a hold of you. Absolutely. Thank you. appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me with Spill With Me, Jenny D. You can be anonymous, planning on having guest speakers, or anyone who wants to share their life experiences on the topic we covered that week. I'm going to post all that on my Facebook and website, so you will see what I'll be talking about that week. So give me a call. I can pre-record and put you on my, my episode that day. I stress this. I personally feel to heal yourself is to talk about it. And if we can help each other instead of keeping it bottled up and just release it, I think that it's going to help all of us. And let's have a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Oh, I'm so excited. This is still with me, Jenny D.